Good morning. What's going on? How are you? Did you miss me? It's been a while since I've gone live. I was out of the country in Israel. Some of you may have seen. And we just got back. I'm dealing with um, incredible amounts of jet lag. Actually, it's really not that bad. I, I'll tell you, I, I, I wanted to go sneak out and see that new Barbie movie last night. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. My whole family fell asleep. I said, this is great. They all fell asleep. I'm like, I'm just going to slink out, go see this Barbie movie. Everybody's sleeping. You know, it's going to be great. And I just could not. I was like, my eyeballs were so heavy. I was so tired. And I just, I was like, I need to sleep. So now I'm awake. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Is that is that the phrase? Is that how it goes? And uh, and I noticed yesterday <clears throat> while I was uh, getting some uh, just off the airplane White Castle, as you do, first thing you do when you get off an international flight, you got to get some White Castle. It just, it's just so good for the body. It's so good for the system. You don't feel like cooking. You, you <laughs> slam a couple sliders. Everything's great. Everything's great. So I'm waiting in line and I'm looking on, on in a Facebook, my feed, something rolls up on Facebook and how does the sound, by the way, am, am I loud enough? I think I'm loud enough. I can't really tell. Somebody tell me if I'm a little low. I'm looking on Facebook and I see anti-flag has made an announcement and they've broken up. I have never listened to anti-flag in my life, except I, and that's not true. I did see them on Warp Tour in 2009. I was somebody's guest. And so I got to, you know, I got the whole backstage Warp Tour experience. And one of the bands that was there was anti-flag. I have never been a fan of anti-flag. I should put that out there on Front Street. Um, I used to, back then you know, in the aughts or whatever, the 2000s, whatever you want to call them. I just, I thought they were, I hate, this is going to sound really stupid compared to now, but back then I thought that they were like faux political, you know, I thought they were kind of like, I just thought it was so goofy and, you know, I don't know. I, I have since taken a great interest in politics as I get older, you know, we change as we get older, as I get older, I've changed and I would say that maybe even some of the things that they were always, you know, standing for or whatever the hell they were writing about, maybe I even align with them on a bunch of it. Who knows? Who knows? But I have just, you know, artistically, musically, I have never, ever, not even a monicum of curiosity about anti-flag. I just looked at that. I was like, this is like a hot topic, pop punk. Like, I don't even know. Uh, you know, I just categorize them as like, yeah, there's one of those warp tour or whatever's. I don't know. Not like the original warp tour, you know, like the later warp tour sort of stuff. I don't know. I never thought of I didn't think much. I didn't think it was interesting. But I found this um, this tasty little thread and I was like, this is too good not to, you know, go live on. We got to check out this thread here. So now you know where I stand, like where I lie with anti-flag i don't know i don't know a lot about them so you know but we're gonna take a look let's take a look see 
what's going on with anti-flag. So here's the announcement. Ready? That's pretty good for four minutes. We, we're, we're diving right in. I should mention real quick, we are still running the T-shirt contest. We're doing a T-shirt contest. I am going to ask a trivia question at the end of this episode. And whoever is the first person, that, well, here, let me play the, the little video for, for you real quick. I'm going to be doing a live show every single day. I'm going to be giving away a t-shirt. At the end of every episode, I will ask my trivia question. You will send your answer to fromusmail at gmail.com. And the first person to answer correctly will be the winner. You give me your name, your address, and your t-shirt size. If you are outside of the continental United States, you will have to cover shipping and handling. Join us night after night where I will be doing t-shirt giveaways who doesn't like a free t-shirt i'm not gonna go easy on any of you i'm gonna ask really hard questions so be prepared and of course we will be using riotstickers.com sponsor of the channel to get those t-shirts to you that's where i go for my t-shirts riotstickers.com we'll do that spiel a little bit later in the show let's Let's dive into it. As the YouTubers say, let's dive into it, shall we? Okay, here's the announcement from Anti-Flag. Announcement. Anti-Flag has disbanded, period. The Patreon has been switched into a mode where we will no longer charge the monthly fee. I have a Patreon, by the way, and if you want to watch all of my incredible Patreon videos, go check it out. Go check it out. Watch. Watch a whole bunch. You get sick of it. You can cancel it anytime. Check it out. Come by. Uh, and then somebody, I don't know who this is, says, I will begin to process refunds to all the Patreons in the coming weeks. Once all refunds are processed, the Patreon page will also be removed. So this is like a, this is what they call a, you know, this is scorch the earth level. Anti-flag has disbanded. What does disband mean versus break up? Is it the, uh, okay, emo dad. What's up, emo dad? The situation is pretty disappointing and gross once you find out what it is. We're going to. I don't even know. I only saw the beginnings of the thread. I thought, what a great deal. Let's dive in together. So I'm going to be just as surprised. Guys, I don't know what the allegations are. I just know that there are allegations that they broke up, and I know this announcement. And they, I got this really long-ass thread, so we're, we're going to find out, shall we? All right, so they sit, use the word disbanded as opposed to breaking up. Is there a difference between saying you're disbanded before breaking up? Let's take a look at that. These are the questions we ask here on the Frumis channel. Disbanded means break up or cause to break up and stop functioning. And then let's see what break up means. If there's any difference, break up. Uh, the termination of a relationship. I guess it's just a more official way. It's just a more official way of saying that you have broken up. Okay. So they have disbanded and that's it. And here's the thing. We know at some point there's going to be some statement maybe from somewhere. Maybe, I don't know, they deleted all their social media and that's how you get, that's how we get news these days. So who knows? Maybe there won't be any statement. Maybe this is the extent of what they're going to say, which if that's true, this is a pretty shitty thing to do. If you've been around for this many decades and in the middle of a tour, that's right. They were in the middle of a tour, according to the Wikipedia page that I read. They dropped out in the middle of the tour, just dissolved. If you're not going to address the situation and just disband, that's pretty cowardly, I think. I think you better, you know, I'm going to go on a super small tangent before we continue. One of my all-time favorite bands, Nobody, 
this is a guy I knew, knew. I put that in quotation marks. Every time he came to town, I was his number one fan. I love this fucking dude. Worshipped the ground he walked on. Loved all of his bands. And um, I was heartbroken when No Bunny released a statement after some allegations, and the allegations, obviously, that came with it. And But you know what I appreciate from No Bunny? Look, what he did was unconscionable, and it looked like he was going to be found out anyway, but at least No Bunny put out a statement. He told all of us why and how and what was happening and that he was going to completely disappear from the internet and that's exactly what he did but what I'm, the point i'm trying to make here is that he gave us a full explanation if you're just gonna especially if you're such a you know i don't know what you want to call them politically conscious socially conscious woke social justice warrior whatever the hell you are banned and you're not going to give a friggin dissertation as to what happened that's pretty shitty that's not cool that is not cool in my book at least nobody who did monstrous things, at least he had the balls to release the statement that he did. He released a statement so damning, fully admitting everything and so damning that he's never going to come back from that. But at least he knew that when he was going to self-destruct, he was going to give an, he, he was going to at least speak on it. So on that level, uh, and, you know, for years now, I have been so bummed out and sad that one of my favorite bands doesn't tour anymore. There's no more music. I have, you know, it's hard for me to listen to some of that music as a result of all that stuff. But at least I was given an explanation. It's like, I guess, in a way, it's kind of like leaving a note versus not leaving a note, if you know what I mean. Although that's a whole other complicated, nuanced thing, because I'm sure even leaving a note doesn't, whatever. What are we getting into this for? Okay, so in any case, this is the the, the extent so far of what anti-flag has, has, has said, I guess. I don't know. All right, so let's now look at the the comments here. This is the, the thread. Are we on all comments? Yeah, we want to make sure we're on all comments, and this is the beginning. Okay. Uh, we want to – That's the. is this the best way to see it? All comments, view previous comments, view previous comments. You want to, ooh, that's a lot of comments. All right, here. WTF making a run for the White House, I heard. <laughs> um, so people are like, finally realized they were only bootlicking extreme left instead of full governmental and will come back as anarchists. We all loved. Uh, so they were anarchists, I guess, right? Because anti flag or anti flag. I get it. I get it. Anti-flag that doesn't mean the, the ant that doesn't mean anti the American flag, does it? I don't know. Um, they're like all aging punks, they're they're pro-flag now. I like that. <laughs> That's a good response. Um, dude, what we were just talking about them when we met up. This is a sad day for the punk scene. Hacked. Someone thinks that they're hacked. All social media deleted. This is weird. Yeah, I mean, that's scorched the earth, right? Like, when you delete all your social media, that is, and like this guy, nobody, that's exactly what he did. Just scorched the earth, deleted completely. Jaya always comments and says, this is the end for you, my friend. Is that an anti-flag song, I'm guessing? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> real quick, so going to going to the the wikipedia i'm going back to the wikipedia page for a minute anti-flag this is pretty funny actually so these guys their names are hilarious 
One guy is called Justin Sane. <laughs> what a name. Okay, so he's born in 73. He's only 50 years old. He's been in a... So he's kind of like... These guys are basically... I mean, they're kind of like Green Day in the sense that they both... They started bands at an incredibly young age and they've been going for decades. They've been going for decades. Hi, Dagger Love. How are you? How are you? Yes, this is an early stream. Dagger, I just got back from Israel and I'm incredibly jet lagged. By the way, didn't see you at the Misfits show. That I, I heard you were walking around. I was bummed we didn't get a chance to hang out or catch up or anything. Hope you're well. Um, just insane. What a name. Just insane. Get it? And you know the funniest thing about this guy, I mean, he's got the he's got such a mohawk. He's got such a, a funny looking mohawk. Oh, listen, I'm I'm the last person to call anybody else funny looking. Believe believe you me, but I just love the way this guy looks. This guy's so funny looking to me. Hold on, I got to share this real quick. I know, I know. Listen, there's nothing more lower common denominator than 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 goofing on somebody's looks that they can't help or whatever. That's well, I don't know. Maybe you can help this this hairdo. I, I'm tr I generally do not goof on people for the way that they look. I don't. I don't. When people when everybody was making fun of uh, this one musician, the fact that their eyes are cross-eyed or whatever, I never commented on that stuff. That's not that. That's who can help that? No one can help that. That's wrong. But you could definitely help this mohawk. Look at this thing. This is good. Look at this dude. <laughs> it's like somebody like dropped like a pile of sand on his head and then he spray painted it black. <laughs> it's like a missile. We will talk next show. All right. Yes, we will. Dagger, we will. Um, good morning, Rue Morg. How are you, sir? Hope you're well. We're talking about anti-flag. I don't know. Actually, his hair looks pretty good there. That's pretty cool. That's not bad. I'd wear my hair like that. That's fine. That's fine. Maybe I'm being a little harsh. He doesn't look so bad. That face. Look at the face that he makes, though. <laughs> I love this guy. I don't even know him, and I like this guy. Actually, that's a cool haircut. That, I like that. That's kind of like the devil lock mohawk. If I could rock such a hair, if my hair was thicker, I'm starting to lose my hair a bit, I would totally, totally rock my hair like that. That looks cool. But this, look at this. <laughs> that's so goofy, man. All right. So that's just insane. I just, I had to, I had to take a look at him real quick because he's, he's funny. Have a good day at work, Rue Morg. Cough cool to you as well. All right, let's go back to our, our little gossip, our little gossip thing here. Little rubberneck. So all social media deleted. That's scorched earth, man. That's scorched earth. That's like emergency. The ship is going down. Like, 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 like burn, burn everything. We got to run. We got to run. Uh, I had no idea this could be going on unless something very serious happened to someone in the band. This is why I thought this would be a good thread because it's kind of like developing. This happened yesterday, but we're seeing it develop. Uh, somebody else says, it looks like Chris too deleted his Instagram. Justin is still on there though. Definitely seems weird. So Chris too, uh, hold on, we got to, uh, the reason why I have the Wikipedia up is because like I said, I don't know these guys that well. I got to make sure that I have everybody. I want to make sure I know. So Chris number two is vocals and bass. Let's see, who are the, you know, with the bands like this, or you have a band that's around for 30 years. Yeah. Just as I suspected, 
not everybody's an original member, but the core, the founding members of the band are just insane. And of course, of course, you can't have just insane without pathetic. Pathetic, man. What does pathetic look like? We have to look at him. Pathetic. What kind of does he have? A, does he also have a silly looking? Pathetic. <laughs> Come on, man. Just call yourself pathetic. Why pathetic? I mean, this isn't. This is like the the frosted blonde look. I'm not surprised. Oh, you can't see it. Hold on. Let me see if I can. I share two pages at the same time. Will it let me? Will it let me share another screen? Yeah, it will. Okay, let's do that instead of this. All right, so look. They just has a frosted tip. So this is the other founding member of the band. And so him and Justin Sane and Pat Fedek. I mean, listen, well, if you, you know, you're, you're 20-ish years old, of course you're going to call yourself Justin Sane and Pat Fedek, okay? That's fine. Uh, the emo dad says they're doing damage control. I don't know. I think, you know what damage control is? Damage control isn't deleting your social media and breaking up your band amidst allegations. Damage control is releasing a statement and, you know, taking responsibility for, you know, what happened. That's what it is. Listen, we all fuck up, man. Nobody is, nobody is perfect. Nobody, nobody out there is perfect. People make mistakes of varying degrees, mind you, varying degrees, but it's what you do when the spotlight is on you. How do you react? Do you freaking cop to it? Do you eat it? Do you take, do you take the, you know, you break it, you buy it. Hey, this was me. This was on me. Like, like that's, that's, that's what it is. That would imply that they have spines though. What? Because they delete, because they delete everything. I think, I don't know what you, what do you mean exactly? But because they deleted everything that gives them spines. I don't know if I agree with that because I feel like if you, if you're, if you have a spine, then go on the band page because here's the thing, whatever happened clearly hit the band and the band is associated with whatever happened. Therefore, if not know if they come out and know if they come out and make a statement agreed that I will agree with. If a statement is made, if a statement is made, then the deleting of the social media is okay. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm not doing a follow-up on this. We're, we're just, we're looking at this today. I have no interest. Whatever happens after this happens after this. If, if we can mention it during another live stream about another topic, but I'm not going to sit here. I have, I'm not interested in sitting here and, you know, dwelling on, you know, what, what eventually was or is. I, I just, I don't know. Um, I, I, mind you, I, what I mean to say is I don't think I need to devote a whole other show to whatever this was, but to get back to it. So you had, oh, Lucy Fester, Lucy Fester was another member and pathetic. So it used to be three guys, assuming Lucy is a guy, Lucy could be a girl or a they or whatever. Lucy Fester, you had Andy Flagg, and you had James Cocktowns. All right, so they had varying members, but the core lineup, but here's the thing to remember. So starting right before, starting around 1999, the same band has been together. So the same band has been together for over 20 years. They've been on all releases except for the first release, which was in 97. So for, for all intents and purposes, this is the classic lineup, you know, of the band. This is the core band, as I would look at it. I'm always looking at band lineups to determine what kind of band 
like what kind of state the band is in today. Like if it's just like one founding member and everybody else has been like, everybody else was like replaced, you know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. So in this case though, with anti-flag, this is the, this is the core band to me. All these other people, they, you know, they're, they're footnotes in comparison. So we lost the band band that, that made up the band. Um, Tommy says, I was listening to your return to living dead book reading as this was happening unrelated. I question if no effects new unreleased song. Uh, cancel me. Can't sell me. I question if it, if no effects new release song, cancel me, can't sell me. Uh, well, Tommy, I'm glad you were listening to the return of living dead novelization guys. If anybody likes return of living dead, uh, I read the whole novelization on this channel. So go check that out after this. Thank you, Tommy. All right. So anyway, back to the, back to the thing here. Yeah, so they had a lot of members. Okay, we've seen that. Let's go, let's take a look now at this. Deleting all the social media is weird. Yes, especially if there's no statement. I have no idea how this could be going on unless something very serious happened to someone in the band. I would agree. Looks like Chris 2 deleted. Justin is still on there. Uh, I swear to God, if I hear some allegations about Chris 2 doing some shady shit, I will be so heartbroken. Unless he blocked me for some strange reason, I don't see his account. Yeah, I mean, this this stuff is a bummer. This stuff is a bummer when it happens. Breaking my yinzer heart, but also what does this mean for their upcoming shows? It, yeah, it ain't happening, that's for sure. That's that's it. Haley says, I was Facebook friends with number two, but it looks like even his account is gone now. Yeah, completely scorched. No, my first punk band in show. <laughs> oh, shit. So here's the thing, anti-flag, something went wrong. They're gone. They had 66.4K followers, and they're all gone. Oof. Maybe they finally died for the government. I'm assuming that has to do with a reference to a song or something or, or their ideology. Even their website isn't working anymore. Darn, now Bouncing Souls will have to get a good opener for their upcoming tour. Ouch. Ouch. Oof. Tough crowd, tough crowd. So we keep going down. We keep going down. Here's a, here's another thing. I don't know what this is. Come see us play me. Oh, no, that has nothing to do with anything. Holy shit. Glad I got to see them at Fest last year. This is just insane. Get it? Like, just insane. Arr, arr, a yuck, yuck, yuck. Davey finally destroyed the punk scene? I don't know. Is that is that because of Davey Havoc? Glad I caught them. A lot of glad glad I caught them. I pray their page got hacked. It's suddenly down after this. Say it ain't so. So it's like just finding out your favorite band for some people. Finding out your favorite band just does not exist anymore. They all found out they've been sleeping with each other's wives the whole time. I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't think that's what it is. Don't worry. The, the Wikipedia savages dove right into the open grave. Okay, here's our first inkling that something has happened. Anti-Flag was an American punk rock band from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The band was known for its left-wing political activism. Their final members include Justin Sane, Chris Head, blah, 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 blah. The band was originally formed in 1988. Wait a minute. Oh, there's no, oh, man, I thought there was going to be a thing here. There wasn't. Here we go. This is what I meant. This potential breakup. Okay, here's our first inkling. On July 19th, that was two days ago, the band posted an update to their Patreon announcing their disbandment. 
following this announcement, their website was taken down. Okay, so that message was on the Patreon, and that's why it was so Patreon-centric, the one that we read at the beginning. And the band's social media accounts were deleted. Chris, number two, we already know all this. The band has not released an official statement outside of Patreon confirming their breakup. So they basically only told, they deleted all their social media, they told their Patreon followers, and that's it. That What a move. What a move. I guess that's what you do in panic mode, in spiral mode, right? Growing up in Pittsburgh, I've seen them countless times. I just always assumed they'd be around forever. It's a sad day. It's a bad day. Finally, that garbage band broke up. Awful. <laughs> I, I'm not, it's not funny because I, I'm just not an anti-flag fan. So it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. But, you know, for those who love them, that does suck. That does suck. <laughs> hey. Sorry, some of these comments are are pretty hilarious. Okay, okay, here we go. Here's another one. Here's another thing. People don't hang around. People don't hang their whole lives on a music scene, but we do. Kristen, okay, here. Some, we see a hmm moment. I think we I think we finally get some rumbling. She was definitely referring to Justin. The Tumblr she posts ref refers to it. So it's about Justin, the main guy. The main guy, that's who the allegations are against. We have a we have another little thing here. Okay, so first, what does this say? Christina found salvation in the punk rock community as an escape from her home life. But when she finally met her idol, the singer of a political punk band that helped shape her values, instead of treating her like part of the community, he... R-A-P-E-D her. Okay, so that's it. That's what it is. That's the allegation, one of those. Christina describes the details of that night, how it changed the trajectory of her life, and how she interacts with music. Christina is a therapist, right, Reiki master, writer, and recovering social worker from New York, she uses her experiences growing up in the New York punk scene to inform her trauma, inform therapy practice, and seeks creative ways to help her community build empowering relationships, stand up to injustices, and create sustainable change with joy and confidence. Oh, man. All right. So it's one of those. It's one of those uh, situations, one of those kinds of allegations. I can't say it on YouTube. You know what? And here we have the emo dad is confirming for us that indeed was it. And Ryan here says... One of the former current members was in a band called Human Investment, which released one EP that was way better than anything that Anti-Flag ever put out. Okay. Like I said, I, I guess I forgot. I did see them live, but like I, I couldn't tell you what their music was. I just, you know what it was? Here's what I remember from seeing Anti-Flag. This. They were like, they, he was like standing up. He wasn't playing guitar. Whoever, the lead singer, I guess that was Justin, just clapping his hands, being like, you know, some some sort of like very motivated speech that he was saying while like, you know, the, the rhythm guitar or whatever backing band is like, you know, chugging along and he's doing his impassionate, like, you know, whatever it was at the time, probably anti Iraq war stuff, because this was 2009 when I was saw them on that warp tour. And he's just going like, come on, everybody. Yeah. Clap your hands and say, yeah. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, let's see what the Tumblr says here. Tumblr Anonymous asked, just insane from Anti-Flag. Am I really the... Oh, shit. 
Oh shit. Oh shit. Wow. Okay. So this was uh now here's what's fucked up. So now here is, this is an allegation. So this thing just came out. It says today, 57 minutes ago when it was posted right on July 19th. So this is what this right here was the impetus for what people put two and two together. That's what happens. You don't say the name, but you say the allegation, right? They, uh, they put out, they, they put this out. People put two and two together and that's when the fingers start flying and the band anti-flag just collapsed collapsed immediately sometimes a band will take a dart sometimes they won't say anything sometimes they stand behind the member sometimes they just ignore the allegations altogether sometimes they release a statement in this case it was like this one damning allegation without using the the the, the band's name or the person's name just collapsed their entire organization in one 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 stroke one stroke and i guess that's what happened you know they're very left wing whatever political that's what happened oh shit that the other band members must have had an aneurysm however here's where maybe they didn't maybe these guys knew about it and they were down to keep the secret i'm not saying that's the case I'm saying allegedly here's 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 the thing though so uh josh here on this i don't know some guy on facebook says uh, she was definitely referring to Justin. The Tumblr post she refers to in this episode is out there and easy to find. So now let's go to the Tumblr post. Uh, share this tab instead. I didn't realize I could do that. What? Oh, my God. I've been doing this wrong this entire time. I can't. There's nothing to see here. It just says the industry ain't safe. And then Anonymous asked. This was March 21st, 2022. Anonymous asked. Justin Sane from Anti-Flag. Am I really the only person this has happened to? What does this, what does saying something like that mean? It means that quite clearly this is, this is something that this is an ongoing pattern. Potentially, allegedly, this is an ongoing pattern of behavior. It, when there's smoke, there's fire. And if the band, it's very possible, perhaps behind the scenes or on some low level, the band was aware of this. And because it went so public, it went so wide and so public with this podcast thing right here that the band could not continue on. They could not press on it. That was it. That was the end. They, they had to collapse under it. And that was it. Emo Dad says, I used to enjoy them, but they got progressively worse with each album they put out after the first one, which is pretty cringy to listen to now as a mid-30s adult. Uh, I feel like the allegations must be pretty solid if they nuked everything in one day. Very true, the Emo Dad. That That's probably... That's probably the deal. Kip says, listen to the podcast from What's Alleged. The guy is a total creep and a very bad person. Um, I don't know if I will. Maybe I will. I, like I said, I don't... I care very much about the allegations. I don't know if I care about anti-flag enough that I want to hear it. Like we know what the end outcome is. Do I have to listen to it? If it's so scummy, I mean, maybe I probably will listen to it. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know if it's necessary to listen to it potentially. Although maybe everybody should listen to it. Maybe everybody should know what, you know, what a scumbag this guy is alleged to have been. I'm just using the word alleged because you know, trying to be safe here on YouTube. I saw them dozen. I saw them some dozen years ago. And when Justin said at us on Facebook, I was convinced I heard the least punk thing in my life. 
I love all the haters and loudmouths making comments on here when we all know that they lack the courage or balls to just say the same things direct directly to anyone in the band. Regardless of the reason, if this really is it, I wish him well and thanks. Um, Michael, Mike Michael, that's a great name, Mike Michael, says, um, dude was outed as an R-A-P-I-S-T. I'd gladly tell him to piss off to his face. That's right. Justin, piss off. Um, Jerry says, did he for sure, though? I mean, I don't know, man. I'd say it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty damning, pretty damning situation here. Look, the Tumblr post combined with with uh, with this thing that people keep posting this uh, Christina, this Christina podcast where she shares her experience. That's all you really need, man. You know, you know, what's interesting, too. And I'll tell you, you know, what's interesting, too. If if it wasn't true or if it wasn't true it probably would be more likely. I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just trying to examine the situation. I'm not saying this is the case. If it wasn't true and it was meant to, 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 to rake muck at the band, wouldn't it be more likely that they she would straight up or someone would straight up use the band name to try and inflict damage? If you are trying to avoid you know, um, you know, if you're trying to avoid uh, potentially getting slander thrown at you, but you want to get your story out, you're not going to say the direct name. I'm not saying that's the case for every situation. I'm just, I'm trying to, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what makes the most sense here. And I would say, if you're not saying the band's name, and I can tell you this because, I've definitely been in situations, you know, involved with bands where, you know, it's like I know very true things. And if I were to say very true things, I would not say the band's name to say them. And it's just a tangled, tangled, fucked up situation. So I get it. I get it. I, I totally get it. His rich parents will get him out of it. Uh, Rick, uh, Robert, who do you mean? Rick? Who do you mean? Rich parents? Are you talking about Justin? Does Justin have rich parents? left-wing anarchist with rich parents that that's uh that's that's something we've heard before all right let's keep let's keep going let's keep going here reddit is making it sound not very good it's the reason why oh we should have jumped over to reddit we should jump over to reddit this this we should jump over justin was credibly accused of r-a-p-e you know what that word is oof anti-hack here it seemed to do with this episode i'm not going to play the episode on the podcast they should have really done it for anybody who wants to hear the episode let me put it in the comments so for anybody who wants to know what the episode is maybe i'll link it in the thing as well uh wait until after the show obviously but here is the link in the comments to the episode Okay, here we go. Jeff Blair posts. Here we go. We got another meaty looking statement here. Let's see what's said. Concerning AF as fuck. Hey, everyone. I'm getting a large influx of messages and new followers coming to me for some for the same reason. So this is either this is a band member or this is someone who is Ma Massey. Their merch. Oh, it's the merch guy. Okay photographer, AF records, warehouse guy. Okay. So this is a guy 
who is connected to the band, but not in the band. And he's saying, I'm getting a large influx of messages and new flower, new followers all coming to me for the same reason. I want to tell you something of all the people I feel sad for besides the victims, obviously I feel bad for a guy like this, assuming he didn't know, assuming he doesn't know what went down. The dude's livelihood is being the merch guy and the warehouse guy. And he has now lost his job because of these allegations. That fucking sucks. That sucks. I feel bad for that dude. Robert says it's known anti-flag is a bunch of rich kids. They're probably Pittsburgh's most hated quote unquote punk band. Oh man. Rich kid anarchists is my favorite genre of things. And now it's rich kid anarchists who have been, or at least one of them who has been uh, accused of alleged allegations involving, you know what? So yeah, Tommy's saying this is the merch guy. Okay. Okay. Do you guys like this morning slot? Not that I could do it. Uh, This is like a one-time deal. I can't do it at this time. I got to tell you, I think I like this morning slot, even though I can't do it. If, this, if I was doing this full-time professional-like, I would do this morning slot every day. This is how I would start my day every damn day. Um, okay, let's keep going. As of now, this is the statement. As of now, my myself and the crew know as much as you do. Again, that supposedly, okay? Now, if they if they know as much as we do, then I feel terrible for all of them because they just lost their jobs. And that's fucking bullshit, right? Yeah, Kip agrees here. It's good for tuning in during work. Man, maybe I need to start doing shit earlier in the day or at least like scheduling stuff for earlier in the day. Emo Dad says, I didn't know they were rich kids. I've known them for years. Maybe it's because I'm on the other side of Pennsylvania. Hmm. All right, sorry. I keep getting distracted from this post. I can confirm, yes, the uh, decisions were made this afternoon to to deactivate all the anti-flag social accounts, including the Patreon Discord server. So a decision was made. So they know as much as we do, but yet you also can confirm that decisions were made this afternoon to deactivate all the anti-flag social accounts, including the Patreon and Discord server. So now I'm now I'm more 50-50. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure if they were totally in the dark or they 100% did not know or did did know who knows it's a sticky situation you know what else is sticky riot stickers that's right riot stickers is the official sponsor of the promise channel you can get a thousand riot stickers for 79 dollars that's seven cents per sticker only at this link down in the description go to riotstickers.com backslash promise that's f-r-u-m-e-s-s do not miss out on this incredible deal, riotstickers.com. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to be asking one trivia question uh, and giving away free T-shirts. So get your free T-shirt. That contest is still going on despite my my lapse in time when I was not here. Uh, here are First, let me play the Riot Stickers uh, theme song.
Okay. And then for those of you who are not here, stick to stay tuned for the end of the episode to win a free t-shirt. Here are the rules. I'm going to be doing a live show every single day. I'm going to be giving away a t-shirt. At the end of every episode, I will ask my trivia question. You will send your answer to fromusmail at gmail.com. And the first person to answer correctly will be the winner. You give me your name, your address, and your t-shirt size. If you are outside of the continental United States, you will have to cover shipping and handling. Join us night after night where I will be doing t-shirt giveaways who doesn't like a free t-shirt i'm not gonna go easy on any of you i'm gonna ask really hard questions so be prepared okay okay and we are back let's finish reading this this statement i'm sorry i don't have a post was also made on the patreon today about anti-flag disbanding as much as it pains me i can also confirm that there's no hacking involved and that that is the state of things I'm sorry I don't have more for you. I can also confirm that everyone's in good health, but whatever's happening right now is only between the members of the band. I know this is going to cause a shockwave and sadness uh, coming out of the blue like this on a random Wednesday in July. I definitely share those feelings with everyone that's taken part in our community and our circles for so long. Not entirely sure what to do with myself at the moment now that my touring calendar for the foreseeable, for the foreseeable future has opened. But you know what they say about one door closing. Okay, that's all I have for you right now. Thank you and take care, Massey. All right, that really says it all, doesn't it? Right there, that line. Okay, allegedly says it all right there. He says that when, you know what they say about one door closing, it sounds like you've already made your peace, buddy, and you're well aware that this that the other shoe was going to drop at some time. Again, I'm not saying that you knew. I'm saying that when you write that, it makes me think that. That's all I'm saying. My goodness. But you know what they say about one door closed. I mean, that you could you could take that as, hey, I'm trying to look positive. I'm trying to keep positive, stay positive about this horrible thing. I feel like this should be a more shocking. I am shocked. All right, let's pretend that I just found out that this band I've been working for, that this happened to me. I, I, I'm speechless. I don't, I don't know what the hell to say right now, except that, yes, the band really did dissolve all their pages and everything's canceled and I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm just, I'm in shock right now. I'm in shock. Now, well, you know, I, one door closes, another door opens. I'll see you on the other side, everybody. Come on. Come on. What is that? You, you're, ma- you're making me think ill of you, sir, when you speak like that. Let's keep, okay, here we go. Here we go. Justin, what is this? Okay, damn it. I can't, I can't see. It's in, it's in another language. I don't know what that means. Let's keep going. Everybody's saying the same thing. I'm looking for when people, the girl was 22. Okay, we got one, uh, someone used the P word here. Ugh. But someone is correcting them and saying that it's the R word and that the girl was 22. Okay, here we go. Here's another thing. What's this? All right, all right. Here we get a full breakdown of a bunch of stuff. Ready? This looks like it might have been a Reddit thing. We really should have gone to Reddit. Yeah, this is from the punk Reddit. Okay, so the R-A-P-I-S-T in question was the singer in an active political punk band she saw in Brooklyn. uh, She's young, so she was recent or 
relatively so so it was recent or relatively recent she met the singer in question after the show and they shared numbers because he would be in her area for a film festival about a political activism by musicians there was a 2010 documentary called sounds like a revolution that justin sane was featured in and include other punk luminaries like jello biafra fat mike and henry rollins I don't think any of these other punk vocalists would qualify as being in an active political punk band at that time. The website for this documentary shows that it was a selection at the Woodstock Film Festival, which is one town over from where this woman lives and or works. Quick Google search. No creepiness involved. She claimed that the singer is straight edge or was as drinks feature in the story or was as drinks feature in the story is just, okay. Uh, uh, Emo dad, is Justin Sane a proponent of straight edge? Uh, that's something I'm curious about. So he was drinking while claiming straight edge. The angle from the, the uh, what do I call the, the intruder? No, I don't want to use the R word the, of, the, of the, whatever, the perpetrator. The perpetrator's angle was to get her alone by suggesting he had just made a recording with Billy Bragg I haven't paid to anti I haven't paid attention to anti-flag in over 20 years. So I don't know if this corroborates anything or if it was even just a ruse to get her alone. She also said that this happened when she was 21 or 22, I think. Her LinkedIn points to her graduating college in 2010, which lines up age-wise with the release of the documentary above. So it's amazing how in the trial in the court of public opinion. In the age of the internet, all it takes is for someone to release a podcast. They don't even have to say the name anymore. You can just say what happened and people can piece it together. And you don't have to worry about being necessarily getting a, a slander lawsuit. Whether you're telling the truth or not, you could still receive a slander lawsuit. People love to intimidate with courts and legal systems and stuff like that, right? Uh, the band has been known to promote straight edge culture, says the emo dad, but can't confirm himself, can't confirm if he himself ever claimed edge, though. All right, there's more to this. There's more to this here. Let's keep reading. Justin has been doing questionable things with young female fans since the 90s. All right, it fully gets out. Here you go. Boom. And again, I'm not saying that this is true. I'm not saying, but whenever there's smoke, there's fire. You always find it in the motherfucking comments. Somebody goes, oh yeah, this was an open suit. Didn't we see this with Dusty and the Stellar Corpses? If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out that video. Same situation where, you know, people knew. People fucking knew. They pretended they didn't know or they didn't want to, you know. That, that's the weird thing. I Listen, I have been in this boat too, where I have known things, but I know them second hand or third hand i'm not one to how can i speak out on something unless it becomes public and i've been in a situation where someone made it made something very public and then i felt comfortable weighing in on what i was told and what i knew and and this that and the other because it was there was oxygen put on it if something doesn't have oxygen then you become the focal point of the person pointing the finger you can't so it's a weird thing it's it's a very it's nuanced it's all nuanced. It doesn't just, you don't just, it, it's it's not so simple. It's not so cut and dry. So can I really blame? Well, again, you know, thinking that if now that we we just, now that I've just seen this, 
Now I think back to the merch guy and everybody like in the, come on guys, they're fucking people, butter the but, whispers, t- Tweety birds, things, things come out, man. Things fucking people know shit, but you know, that's how you make your bread. You're not going to disturb the bread cart. Justin has been doing questionable things with young female fans since the nineties, allegedly. In 1997, when I was 16 and he was 24, but told me he was 21, he drove me home from a show in my hometown. They were on tour, so it was in their tour van. We had sex, and I didn't feel pressured, but obviously it wasn't above board. In 97, I was 16, he was 24, but told me he was 21. That's a damning allegation. This is from Criminals Are My Jam. We had sex, I didn't feel pressured, but obviously it wasn't both board. That count, that's what's known as statutory, right? I can't say that second word. That's statutory right there. Boom. The next year when I was in Pittsburgh traveling with a friend, he met up with me and took me back to their jam space at his parents' farm in the loft above the garage. Okay. Parents' farm in the loft above the garage. And we had sex again. I was 17 and he was 25. I've never felt wrong about it, but looking back, it was super gross of him. I was always truthful about my age. I have never heard of him or anti-flag before the night they played my hometown. I was there for the local headlining act and it was an all ages show. He approached me before they even played and chatted me up. We exchanged letters for over a year and I still have them somewhere. So, okay. So this is one of those situations where, you know, people reflect back on what was a fucked up situation, but didn't feel fucked up at the time. So there you go. And that was just one example. This band has, has this band toured around the world. They've toured around the country. They've toured around Europe, you know, for 30 years. You think that here's one isolated case in 1997, actually two, if you count the second time. And then this girl in the, in the podcast. So it's boom, this has been, and let me tell you something. Bandmates are band bros. When you've been bros in a band and it's very hard, I won't say it's impossible, but I would say 90% of the time, if you're in a band with someone, you must have some inkling or must be aware of what is going on. 90%, 80, 80 to 90%. There are those extenuating extreme circumstances. We're not, but think about this. In this particular case, you are with somebody 23 hours of every day, 24 hours every day on end touring. You're telling me you don't notice when they're scamming chicks? You know what I'm saying? When they're scamming underage chicks, they fucking knew. They all fucking knew. And now there's an allegation. Allegedly knew. They all allegedly knew. And now this one nuke was so big. It was bigger than anything that had come before it. And, you know, perhaps all of the interactions were not. How do I say this? I'm not saying I'm, we know that they're wrong, but they were not like, say, for, for circumstance, violent. They weren't traumatic in a way where someone is vocal about them uh, right out of the gate because some people don't, some people keep this stuff as we've learned over, especially in the last decade of the stuff coming to light and oozing up in general, in, in the social conscious people keep, people stay quiet about things for very, very long periods of time. What's up, Jody Ramone stopping by to show love Jody Ramone. Hope you're well, sir throwing some devil horns. So there you go. There's another, that this is what tells me every, tells me everything that I feel like I need to know. Boom. There's your, that's your smoking gun. 
That is a smoking gun. Oh, here's another one. Ouch. Here we got one more. No, that's the same one. What's this one? Okay, here's one. I'm not surprised. By the way, I wrote that anti-flabbergasted. And the reason why I wrote anti-flabbergasted on the thumbnail is because generally when you have a band that is just such a proponent of something so extreme, there's always something underlying underneath. Always. It's there's just look at look at religion. Every single time we all these scandals in the Christ, in the Catholic Church and the Christian Church, these are the holiest men, and they're supposed to espouse these holy things. And yet underneath, there's always some shit going on. I'm not surprised, says Freestyle Doctor List. I saw them at the Stone Pony in Ashbury Park, winter of 2010. There was an after party at the lanes, and my male friend and I went. We were both 18, 19. He kept feeding me drinks and spent the entire party speaking and listening to me very intently. Took a full hour for me to extract myself at the end because he kept pulling me towards their van to come back to his hotel with him. I wasn't about to go with him by my own choice, but I'm pretty sure the only reason why I made it back to my car was because my friend got in between us, a really fucking gross dude all around. There you go, dude. There you go. Uh, feeding, feeding someone drinks. We were both 18, 19. How old is he in 2010? If he was, uh, I could do some quick math. He's in his like late 30s. He's in his late 30s feeding drinks to an 18-year-old trying to get him to come back to the van. Boom. They are pretentious posers, always have and always will be. But you know what's, man, what did Justin Sane do? Allegations explored as, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's always, it's oh, there's always something like this, man. There used to be a girl on the internet years back relating to how she was or uh, how she was uh, R.A.P. She was R'd by the lead singer of Anti-Flag. I remember she mentioning at one point how she was dressed in baggy clothes and stuff. She really went into great details. So this does not surprise me. Also, Anti-Flag sucks. Okay, so so that now let's move over to the Reddit side of things as we wind down here. Let's look and see what they got going on at Reddit. Here we go. This is the Reddit stream for pop punkers. He used the feminist label as a cover to assault women. What a piece of garbage. I'm glad he can't go on tour anymore, but he's a danger to every woman he's in contact with right now. Many such cases. Just about absolutely fucking gut punched. Anti-Flag has been one of the most important punk bands in my life. I mean, that makes me sad. No matter what I think about the band, no matter how much we're goofing on the band, there's nothing like more tragic or sad than when the band that you love like disintegrates for this such reason, especially when they claim to stand for the things that they stand for. That's fucking sad, man. That bums me out. That bums me out. Listen to this. Uh, Anti-Flag has been one of the most important bands in my life and the reason why I play bass. Listening to the podcast was rough and it's just goddamn disgusting. Just bum. What a bummer. Edit lots more info in this thread. Okay, so we got another Reddit thread that will open us up to. Podcast definitely points to Justin. We're looking for, we don't need all the comments now. Let's look for the stories. I mean, I guess, but it's like I said, if we're just boycotting everyone that breaks the law. Oh, this is a garbage take. This is stupid. Just because someone is a bad person doesn't mean that their art is invalid. Oh, well, no, that I agree with, actually. 
Just because someone is a bad person doesn't mean their art is invalid. I think it's very nuanced. Again, like everything in life, subjective and nuanced. It so depends on what the art is. It's it's not that's not a false statement, but it's not an entirely true statement. It's a it's an interesting. It's nuanced. I also think they'll find they'll they'll financially be fine. I don't. Who cares if they'll be financially fine? The issue is when someone is causing harm to others. Yes, true. We need to remove them, quit giving them a soapbox or give them space. I mean, that's what the, at, at the end of the day, that's like, I think that's like the, 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 you know, when people talk about like, what is the motivation for canceling or cancel culture or this, then the other, that's what it is. The issue is that someone is causing harm to others and that they need to be removed and they need to be quit given a soapbox or given a space and the ability to move around and, and pray. I guess that's what it ultimately is. You know, if you're going to cancel someone, you cancel them so that they can't pray and hurt others anymore. At least you're putting them out there. You're putting them on blast so that people know this band is 100% dead to me. As a survivor myself, I looked up to Justin. Turns out he's just a hypocritical bastard who hurt people and permanently changed their lives for the worst while playing like he's this perfect guy. That's the problem. While playing like he's this perfect guy. We're anti-flag. We're anti-flag. Did you see the shirt that he's wearing? Fighting the bad guys. It's on the thumbnail of this of this video. Uh, here we go. Tons more. Tons more. Best, uh, best to read that thread. Okay, that's good. I like that when we get the exact things. Listening now. Hold on. I'm looking. I, always, I usually hate folks who always say I always had a bad gut feeling about whoever after a shocking thing is revealed, but anti-flag never sat right with me. But now I am this person, yay, turning into the folks used to hate and fuck anti-flag. She's quite brave given how stupid supporters of famous people can be. That's true. Admirable to turn her life into something positive. By the way, I just want to say I have this pressure in my ear from the plane landing. My, I just... For those who are not here at the beginning of this video, I just got back from Israel. I'm super jet lagged. I'm not super jet lagged. I'm moderately jet lagged. I have to correct myself when I over exaggerate. And that was an over exaggeration, but I got pressure in my ear. All right. Blah, 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 blah. Same comments over and over again. All right. Let's go to the thread that says share this tab instead. All right. So this is the good thread. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. We got to keep scanning here. I'm not seeing anything crazy but uh, okay here we go here we go here we go crazy but i had an ex years ago and her brother was an older old school dude in the scene this was around the blood and empire days of anti-flag i expressed my love for them and he replied just insane is a fucking douche he's a loser that uses his music to get into bed with girls this is this was an open secret this was an open secret people knew they always fucking know let me tell you something there's a lot man there it's so true. Not every musician, but there are musicians. Boy, if you knew the truth about them underneath it all, God, just monstrous people, monstrous people. They can be. Um, let's see here. Two is a way better singer than Justin. All right. That's not. I found the Tumblr post she was referring to. It's just insane. The link won't show the comments for me, but the comment will show up on Google matching what he said. Here's a direct. Okay, we got a direct link to that Tumblr post. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. 
Justin saying, whoa, you got a bunch of them. Look at this. There's a ton of them. These are all alleged from the industry ain't safe. So we have Justin saying, we already saw that one. Adam Braven is still getting gigs, allegedly, after harassing nearly every every woman that entered his club. Uh Uh-oh. Something's peeling. Oh, it's this. Jesus Christ. Like, what is that sound? Uh... Oh my God, this is incredible. Oh my God, this is a whole friggin' thing. This is, this is like people. Okay, there's a Tumblr where people are just submitting anonymous, anonymous things. The Buttertones thing we knew about because that came out with the Burger Records situation. Whoa. Wow, there's a whole bunch of these about different bands. Jeez Louise. Yo, check this out for anybody who wants to see what I'm talking about. Check this one out. Link is in the description. Make sure you keep uh make sure you keep this this stream open when you go to the other link. A friend of mine had non-consensual experience with Adam Amaldi from the Cosmonauts, allegedly. Hold on. Uh There's a lot here. All right. We're not here to go on and on. There's 11 pages of stuff that is maybe worth looking into some other time, but not right now because we're, we're trying to stay. This is about anti, this is anti-flag today. All right. We already know the, that. Okay. Henry. Oh no. Oh, what? Oh no. Henry was accused once when he was in blackout. He was absolutely gutted because it wasn't true. The incident fell into his general misanthropy and depression, and he just put up a wall. He's better now. He's a strident advocate for takes a strong man to hang out with RuPaul. You have to know who you are to hold your own. Such a strong personality takes no shit. Person like to see them do a road movie together. Henry was once accused while he was in Black Flag. Wow. I was trying to describe to my girlfriend who Henry Rollins is and went on a deep dive down his Wikipedia page. All right. Henry is basically asexual for a long time. Also, I don't see this happening. All right. We're again, we're not here. I hope that's not true, but we're not here to uh, go down that as well. Just saw this tweet. Well, that really would bum me out if that was about man. I really hope that didn't happen with Henry Rollins. The incident fell into his general. Okay. All right. He was accused once. What does that mean? Shit. Sorry, I got to look at this. Henry didn't come from poverty, but didn't come from a trust fund. Takes. I don't know. Differences. Oprah is never blah, blah, blah. Despite the limelight, they're able to hold their own. I don't know. There's no allegation here. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure what. Henry knows what sex is. Uh, all right. There's nothing. I'm not seeing anything here. That I'm, I love Henry Rollins. I love him. That would really fucking bum me out. Um, all right. Back to this anti-flag thing here. This is the worst band scandal. This is the worst band a scandal of any sort can happen to. Okay. This is why we're going through the comments. Because these hot, you know, some of these takes are interesting to hear people say. Ready? This is the worst band a scandal of any sort can happen to. Like, my God, 
You can't be the preachiest. Of, that's the word we've been looking for. What I mean to say, this is a preach brand. This is a preach band that preaches values. And then you can't be the preachiest of preachy and then get a whiff of something like R-A-P-E because there isn't anything that they can even say in defense. They can't say she's lying. They can't say her story is exaggerated. They can't just take a break and learn because the same people have done that in the past wouldn't get the same benefit of the doubt in return from them. A devastating day for the punk scene. Yeah, preachiest of the preach. This is the band that wrote feminism is for everybody with a beating heart and a functioning brain. This is a betrayal for everything they stood for. Um, Matt John says, I assume Henry might have done the R word once. Too many of us have, especially in our early years. I like Henry too, especially since I quit alcohol three years. That's amazing. Good for you. I also do not drink alcohol as well. And yes, that would be upsetting and hopefully... I don't know. Uh, nothing's ever come out about him. Uh, God, that's a whole other bag of worms. If, if true. Um, back to anti-flag and who condemns sexism directly in several songs and abuse of power in general throughout their discography. These guys were even invited to the white house as thanks for encouraging young people to vote. Fuck the government, obviously, but that's high-profile shit. What a fucking mess. If this situation is what it looks like, I really hope there's some proper comeuppets for it. Seeing shit like this perpetrated by someone as outspokenly opposed to it as just insane risks further emboldening the fuckbags who routinely make women feel unsafe in the scene. I hope the shitty punk bros leave his accuser the fuck alone. <sighs> I guess as a 38-year-old who's drifted away from anti-flag but not from punk i have two opinions one because they were responsible for mine and a lot of other people's political awakenings for me i was about 14 it sucks to see he was somewhat full of shit two the fact that they broke up immediately got rid of all their socials looks like an admission of guilt that's what i'm thinking fuck justin i hugged that dude at the fu church in 03 okay Here's my, all right, ready? I think I'm ready for my take after reading all this. Here is my take on anti-flag situation. Like overall, if the band really was what they were about, if they really stood for all that stuff, if whatever someone said before, Chris so-and-so is a better singer. Remember someone said that, that Chris, Chris R is a better, Chris too is a better singer. Chris R is from, uh, <laughs> Chris R is from uh, uh, The Room with Tommy Wiseau. Fucking, if it was your one dude, if it was your dude, Justin, fire him from his own band and continue on as anti-flag. That would have been the move. Ready? This is my, this is my Monday morning quarterback breakdown of what the band could have done in this situation. Now, I'm always one of those guys who champions the, the notion of, of if a band, a band is no longer a band when you lose a founding member, frontman, singer, songwriter, person, right? I'm a big proponent of that. So Anti-Flag should have fired Justin or should have left Anti-Flag and should have instead immediately reformed 
as a different band under a different band name and continued on espousing the ideals that they so-called proposed uh, were proponents of instead of just collapsing and folding because that is a cop-out. That's my hot take. That's my two cents on it. An hour and seven minutes into this thing. Kip Doyle says relaunch as anti-anti-flag. Simple as that. Exactly. You can't call yourself flag because the black flag guys call themselves flag. You got to call yourself anti-anti-flag. That's what you have to do. Matt John says all their socials. Damn, sounds like JS had a real R-word problem. Yes, I liked AF, but there was always something that seemed very privileged about them. Yeah, apparently they were rich rich guys, uh, allegedly, here. Okay, so yeah, I agree, man. The fact that they broke up immediately, like, don't, you should kick the guy out and reform as, you know, a different band. That's what you should do. And obviously you can't do that in real time in 24 hours, but it's like, don't do anything. Keep all your socials up. Keep all your socials up. Wait. Release a statement saying we no longer can continue on as black uh, as anti-flag. We are now going to call ourselves whatever name, and we are continuing on without Justin. And and that's how you make the. That's how you change over. That's how you change over. And that is assuming that the guy, other guys really did not know that Justin was scamming underage girls since the 90s, allegedly, because I find it, as I said, very hard to believe that you didn't know your bandmate of decades was not scamming underage girls since the 90s or whatever, or whatever the situation. The emo dead says, yeah, if they would have done that, they would have been a better move, but just deleting everything makes them look bad. Exactly. Question mark, question mark says they couldn't do that because they all knew what was going on. Exactly. Bing, 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 bing. Exactly. That, that is my suspicion as well. But that's what they knew he was a groomer, R-A-P-I-S-T. They were together 30 years. Come on, dude. Exact. Bing, bing, bing. Give this man a chicken dinner. He is a winner. Question mark, question mark. That's the truth. That is the truth. I'm mostly in the same boat as you, although I never really drifted away. I saw them try. Right, we don't need to hear that. Terror State was me. I'm just a dude really enjoy it. Blah, 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 blah. I think maybe the band at least had some suspicions about Justin, and this podcast basically confirmed it. During the show, Christina mentions a member of Tsunami Bomb mentioned the podcast as a place to tell her story. So maybe certain sectors of the scene knew Justin wasn't as clean as he portrayed. I definitely idolized the band as a teen and remember my interactions with Justin, Pat, and number two. There's just no way to continue on as a band when this kind of thing leaks. And they're probably sorting through a lot of distrust and disgust right now. Right. But still call yourself a different name and 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 go through and, and do your thing. I just saw them. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's not just a scandal. It's a fucking crime and a betrayal. Over and over through the years, it seemed like guys who scream for women's rights are the loudest. Uh, sorry. Over and over through the years, it seems like the guys who scream for women's rights, the loudest, are found out to be abusing them. Mentioning your stance on something should be encouraged. But when some of these guys go on and on, it's suspicious to me. And now I've just seen this too many times. There was a guy in a smaller but popular local band years ago. The singer would go on and on about women and how they're treated in the scene and society in general. He was one of the first ones that made me feel like, why is this his cause when he is making this what he's known for? And sure enough, it came out that he was a complete creep. 
He didn't R.I.P.E. anyone, but he cop feels when he was doing piercing or tattoos. Don't get me wrong. I've discussed my beliefs and morals and ideals on stage, but I didn't go about the right, right, right. Uh, reminds me of neurosis with Scott Kelly being an abuser. They knew, but kept it quiet out of respect for Scott's ex-wife and the kids. And I believe his ex-wife's request. Then Scott dives deep into his narcissism, saying he's an, ab an abuser and apologizes, then took the gloves off, gloves off and right what they took the gloves off and went right at him over the bullshit he pulled. I was really into war on women until I read what they did to that former member. The older I get, the more I realize how people will make careers out of political issues or are super aggrandizing of their values are usually full of shit or often absolutely terrible, abusive people. This really is devastating. I've loved AF since 2003. I, you know, I've been really rough on AF and I do feel bad like these like reading their fans like comments because it makes me I do feel sad for the fans. I do. Too many of their socials are down for this to be plot. Yeah, we already know that. Blah, blah, blah. All right. So that's another one. Let's see. Hold on. There's one more. I wish someone could just consolidate. I guess that's what this the stream is. We are consolidating all of the stuff into one place. Totally agree. The louder the virtue signaling, the bigger the fraud and the bigger the crimes. Listen, I don't I think it's okay to signal virtue your virtue, your virtuosity, but it's just like if you're gonna do so, make sure that your <laughs> make sure that your house is in order or you know, semblance of order before you do, because my god, will that shit come back to haunt you? I guess. This is the worst band scan. We already know this. All right. It's just people saying the same shit over and over again. Here's another one. This is from Pittsburgh. Okay, so that's local, right? So maybe that will show us something. Uh, usually the local, right? Oh, this is an open secret. We've all known this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, nope, not seeing anything. Not seeing. Almost makes me wonder how many creeps make music I like. I'm sure there's plenty. Um, as I said at the beginning of this, I experienced the trauma as a fan of a guy who I... I could call a casual acquaintance via fanship because I saw him come to town every time. No bunny, Justin Champlin. I saw him come to town all the fucking time. Never missed a New York show. And when the allegations came out, I was fucking gutted. I was gutted. I took pictures with this guy. I fucking loved him. I carried him when he fucking stage dive in the pit. I bought his merch. I fucking, he was such an influence. He's still an influence on me. What he did artistically, such an influence on me. His punk rock bravado and attitude. I love everything about this dude to find out what I found out about him. It fucking killed, it fucking gutted me, dude. Gutted me. Um, so I know, I know what that feels like. Okay, here we go. Regarding the anti-flag and the enough podcast, a quick breakdown on the podcast. We already know the, the podcast and the story, so I'm not going to reread that here. Oh, actually, we don't know this. Here we go. What she thought was a cool experience turned into R-A-P-E-E. -E. She started with the singer trying to take her into the backseat of her, of, of her car, kissing her without her permission, pressuring her for sex throughout the evening, and eventually bringing her into his hotel room with the promise of showing her a new song, tackling her to the bed and then doing what he did to her. Okay. So we, so that's like a full breakdown, totally different world, but this was, but there was this pro wrestler who was doing his best to unionize pro wrestlers. This ensured he would never be signed to a major company, but he built a lot of goodwill around the cause and became a really well-liked figure on the indie scene. Then it came out that he was a sex pest and well, any talk of unionizing went out with him. 
I'm just looking for the, the, the testimonials in the comments. Those are the interesting things to read. It's kind of wild because they basically had a kill switch to nuke everything social on the band almost immediately for something that happened 13 years ago. Boom, 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 boom. At the core of the issue, they had a kill switch to nuke everything social on the band almost immediately. So maybe they're like, guys, we knew this day was coming and it finally came. It's time to nuke it for something that happened 13 years ago. I'm kind of at a loss for words about this. Out of respect for the fans, I'm going to stay that way. Sorry, I didn't have as much respect for the fans, but it's just too, too newsworthy. You know, we talked about doing a punk rock update on this show on a regular basis, and I found, like, we did one about some 41 breaking up, and I just was like, I can't, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. I can't do, like, cutting-edge news. It's too fucking hard. It's too frequent for me to do. But every once in a while, we can do a show like this. This is this is our punk rock update sort of thing. It's not impossible for that guy to also believe what he preaches. And in my opinion, it gives us good feedback that the boundary of doing unpleasant shit to others and even other people we like is not that deep. We are also one slip away from being disgusted with ourselves. So absolutely, you can think what you want. So you can think what you are doing is nowhere near the things you preach are unforgivable and slow to slowly descend into a worse and worse. And by no one, oh God, the way this is written is terrible. Sorry, phantasm gog, your writing is not good. So absolutely. You can think what you are doing is nowhere near the things you are pre things you preach are unforgivable and slowly descend into a world slowly descend into worse. And I can't read what this person is saying. I just, you're, you're not conveying. I know lots of dudes and lots of bands that do sketchy shit unbeknownst to their bandmates. Could be drugs, could be robbing people, could be domestic terrorism. She mentioned Me Too, so I'll reference Saves the Day, Brand New and Cheap Girls. All had predatory band members that no one knew about. Look, again, I'm not. it's not impossible for band members not to know, but it's highly improbable. It's highly unlikely that your band members don't know or suspect. Maybe they suspect and they keep it for themselves. Apparently newfound, allegedly newfound glory too. The lead singer from Unwritten Law is a garbage human as well. There have been arrests multiple times for domestic violence. Man, it's amazing how shit. Reddit is just the place, man, where shit just comes out of the woodwork. If you're just joining us, make sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode where I'm going to ask a trivia question and you can win a free From Us t-shirt. We will post the rules Later, here's that thing that we already read about Justin. Here's a testimonial. Um, Matt John says, I volunteered at an anarchist bookstore where AF played, anti-flag played there around 04. So I'm angry. This gives me, this gives ammo to the dicks, cops who hate anarchists. Yeah, I mean, that's true. When someone, I can speak as a Jew. When a fellow Jew does something really bad when they're very famous and they do something really bad. It always makes me roll my ass. Cause I go, fuck dude, you just fucking ruined. God, you know, like we have it. Like we just don't need that shit on our fucking plate, man. We don't need it. We don't need it. Why you gotta go like a great example. My favorite example, Justin. No. Uh, who's, who's the uh, Trump's Trump's son-in-law. Jared Kushner is a Jew. Like, I wish that dude wasn't a Jew. Like, he's not a Jew to me. He's like, he's scum. He's the worst vermin on the planet. And the fact that he's a Jew kills me, kills me because of like, I'm like, dude, do you know 
like what who you like i hate that you are jewish because you're the worst person alive you are like the scum of the earth evil incarnate and oh it just makes me mad <sighs> okay um sorry continuing on i'm just like i said i'm just looking for the hot takes the the testimonies and the stories at this point we're, we're kind of done here we're wrapping things up here's another one boom here's another one uh the thing that's unknown is did chris chris too and pat know this was happening with justin were they protecting him were they left in the dark not unlikely it's likely the rest of the band knew justin was a pos doing this to some extent they use some in italics how much did they know? I don't know. Nobody knows. As to why a statement or some sort of public acknowledgement or on why the breakup is happening. Wait, as to why a statement or some sort of public acknowledgement on why the breakup has happened is very, very important because uh, am I angry at Justin? I am angry at the whole band for protecting Justin. Do I feel bad for the band if they did not know who Justin was doing this? I have no idea how to feel and no idea who knew and what is just confusing. I get it, man. And I want to say, I think the, I think the band knew I, that's my personal belief is that the band knew. I know this is hard for people to understand but when you realize they are coworkers in a business, the band has always been in performance, put on Justin's full of shit and this, with the straight edge chest panic. So he's not really a straight edge, but he per, per, says he's a straight edge. I've seen him drunk many, many times. Others have too. Oh, so he's a fake straight edge, dude. That is such a, I nothing worse than fake straight edge people. Such a fucking, what a goofball. Oh my God. People are acting like Justin was RIP ing people and then texting Chris to about it. Extremely likely that nobody had any, come on. I don't know anti-flag like that, but a lot of other older bands that have been together for literally decades are more than just coworkers, but very, very close friends and have bonds like brothers. If they were a newer band member, then sure, I would agree. But in this case, even though, yes, they all had their own separate lives and families, I can't imagine them not being close friends, too. Also, knowing a, knowing a lot of bands that I do, if someone, usually the lead singer, LOL, is a POS, the other band members will protect them. Not necessarily because they agree, because to keep the band's image and reputation in check. That is the Occam's razor of the situation, right? It comes to a point, usually with heavy drinking or drug use, when they may have to give the guy the ultimatum. That's right. When, he when heavy drinking or drug use for forces the, the band to not function the way that they have, that's usually when they get the push, not for the actual things that are going on. Well, I've uh, question mark, question mark says, I've heard things about anti-flag being predatory for years, and I'm not even a fan. So there you go. There you go. Anyway, I know tons of bands in real life, like Social Cal, are just coworkers or people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hold on. Now I'm really scrolling through. I was at the infamous Judas Priest show at Madison Square Garden on the Defenders of the Faith tour. Uh, that one that got them banned. Craziest show I've ever been to in my life. Seriously. I don't know what that has. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't. Sorry. I don't know why I read that. Um, Heartful of Napalm. I made a band logo. One of my bandmates got a tattoo. It's quite. No, don't worry. That's the matter. I literally called out my own R-A-P-I-S-T this morning and posted an anti-flag song with the post. They released it the day I was assaulted and it mentally kept me going. I don't idolize humans in bands because I don't know them personally. After watching their doc, I almost wrote them a letter about all of it. 
when I'd have flashbacks, punk is what pulled me out of it. And credit to my many other amazing bands were on that playlist. But uh, AF, I guess, as they're called by their fans, was very prevalent on it. Our stories are so fucking disgustingly similar, except it was a super rich old fucking serial predator in the sport of sailing. Whoa. Yes, I hard yes, hard to imagine, but I don't have any fucking money. All of it, the the vague blog findings, the parading me around and behind my back telling me they were dating me. I've thrown up like six times tonight. I'm sorry, I'm just venting for all the victims of shit like this. I'm sorry that happened to you. That's friggin' bummer. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Uh all right, no, this is more about that same one. We don't hold on. Uh, it took them almost a full school year from the ship. It took them almost a full school year for them to ship me their kill, kill, kill seven inch back when they back when buying records via mail order involving stuffing cash in an envelope and hope for the best. I don't know. What does that have to do with anything? I could never get into that straight edge shit for the whole preachy prima donna mess. And you're right, he is one. I can get bad about racists, R-A-P-I-E-S-T's. I don't know if I just spelled that word right. Nazis and pigs and all my own. Pulling beals on, busting bottles, and wise words. Now, I, I don't know if this is interesting anymore because I'm just scrolling. I'm not even actually reading things. I'm just saying them out loud. Same thing. I'm literally following AF for half my life at this point. I've been to more shit. No, we don't need to hear that. I'm not had a knee-jerk reaction to this. Yeah, I used to pre-pre- pre, snipe this stuff out and then have the statements ready to read and i've just gotten lazy just catching up on all this the guy blatantly needs to be in prison i will okay i think oh here we go here we go just here to state the victim's rights just to share information if you decide you want to approach criminally if you decide that you want to approach this criminally you must go into the police station close to where the assault happened if you don't live near it you can call the station's number and tell them that you want to make a report you have the right to tell an advocate being present with you to be linked with an advocate. Please call the National Assault Hotline, which is 1-800-656-4673. Um, yo, what the fuck? Puzzle pieces are falling into place right now. When I was... Here we go. Here's another one. This is what I'm looking for. These are the things I'm looking for. When I was 17, I was at an anti... I was an anti-flag fan. Went to a show with some friends. Justin came up and hung out, quote unquote, with us, just chilling outside of the venue. He later followed me on Twitter. And after I shared some pictures, after I shared some pictures we took there, he ended up sending me his phone number and texted for a while. He got us into some shows for free. Nothing happened there because we had to catch the last train back home. However, as soon as I turned 18, the contact died down and I haven't talked since. He always seemed a little creepy to me, but I guess this all makes sense now. Here's another one. Boom. See, their call coming out. He gave me his number at a meet and greet like 15 years ago before a show. I was in my early 20s, but he did and still do look younger. He invited me backstage, but I didn't want to leave my friends. So we met on the concourse during the headliner. He said I was sexy. And that was about the only part of the conversation I remember. I never went anywhere with him and went back to my friends, but we emailed for a while afterwards. To me, it was always just a funny story about that time Justin Sane hit on me. He's not the first dude in a band to do so. Honestly, it makes me feel sick. Now, does Justin Sane have a family? I'm just curious to know. Does he have a wife and a family? Let's find out. At the... No, doesn't show it. Doesn't show it. He was born to the youngest child in a working-class Irish-American family. Hmm. 
doesn't say that he's married though on his does anybody know if he's married with kids i'm just curious to know just curious to know where was that thing we were here we go back to this tab here's another one I remember I was supposed to do an interview with them at one festival in Europe, maybe seven years ago. See, Reddit is where the shit is at. That's where people talk, man. I remember I was supposed to do an interview with them once at a festival in Europe, maybe seven years ago, but they were late. And when they finally came, Justin said he had, a, he had that they had a bit to drink and their rule was not to do interviews under the influence. So we agreed to do it over Skype some other day. We talked for maybe three minutes, and in those three minutes, he managed to put his arm around my waist. I was uncomfortable and said goodbye to him. Some other chick came up to me and told me he's just like that and told me how her best friend was one of Justin's favorite girls, that any time that they're playing in Europe, he would buy her plane tickets to go see him and even flew her, flew her and even had her flown to the U.S. That night, I saw him kissing a few different girls and even walking away with one of them. Haven't looked at the band the same the since. What's interesting about the, this stuff is that it happens, but like behind the scenes and behind closed doors, but it happens so publicly too. Like people can talk. The internet is like a cesspool for talk. How could like how could you operate? You have to be two things: one, you don't care; two, that you are so into yourself or so like egotistical that you really think nothing bad is going to happen to you as a result. And at the end of the day, what we're discussing here, all of this has just been statistics. This is just statistics. Statistically, if you do this enough times, it's going to come out. In the case of Jimmy Savile, Savile, the guy from Britain, Top of the Pops, go look up that documentary on Netflix. Well, fuck Netflix right now. Uh, go look up that story. But 400 people after he died came out. That took years. It took years. Oh, interesting. So this is what someone was talking about earlier about the No Effects song. The demo song No Effects recently released had a verse about how almost every band he knew had some creepy piece of shit that was protected by the rest of the band. Interesting. So it sounds like Fat Mike probably knows where all of the bodies are buried and he's not even in the bands. I've noticed multiple news sources have reported on the bands breaking out without even mentioning anything from this podcast. And then multiple news sources have included some basic acknowledgement of the accusations, but buried in the article while the headlines, first half of the articles only focus on the news and that the band is broken up. Nice to see news outlets have their priorities or in order, isn't it? Which is why we have not gone to any blog sites once during this stream because none of them have, it's just not there. It's not there. There's so much shit. And maybe it's because they're afraid of getting sued, in which case all of this is alleged. Here we go. I'm a Pittsburgh punk kid. Anti-flag is one of the only big things in my city to have been proud of, let alone punk shit. Oh, no, but never mind. This is just a qualification. Damn. Uh, nope. Not going to. Not going to. Nope. 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 All right. Let's go. We got two more here. No, this is the same one. Ugh. This is why I need a Jamie. I need someone that can just pull the stories up and feed them to me. Feed them to me. Here we go. Really gutted if this is the case back in two, 2014. A green, green mohawked me. Went to see them live in Belfast. Damn. Nope. It's not one. Nope. That's not one. I'm not surprised. You know what's funny? People will say that the girl, Christina, who was on the podcast, was the one who broke up the band. And it's not. You know who broke up the band? Justin. 
just insane. He's just insane for his behavior because he is responsible for breaking up his band and his bandmates, all of them, by keeping it a secret. Um, I wish I could say it surprises me what happened, but it really doesn't because I can finally pull the, okay, okay, here we go, here we go, another story. I wish I could say it surprises me what happened, but it really doesn't because I could finally put a uh, put a pin in the weird gut feeling I had about him years ago. I befriended the crew people back in 2009. Me and my friends are all 18 and 19, and he was 36 to a level of let's grab a drink after. And the way Justin was the only one out and about with all the women was interesting, but I just thought he likes to go out. No big deal. The fact that he has gotten me and my friends backstage real fast at our second show and that he basically stuck to her the whole night was super weird. It's like I read in a few comments on here. He was very attentive and looks like he's, this is written in, in italics. He was very attentive and looked at her like she was definitely the type and looked at her like she was definitely the type I always saw with him before and after. I simply thought he was one of those musicians, though I have met plenty of. The fact that he got abusive in one way once he didn't get one. Oh, here you go. I simply thought he was one of those musicians, though I have meant plenty of. The fact that he got abusive in a way once once he didn't get what he wanted, it's freaking sad. And I just hope my friend didn't have to endure that shit as many. This is not written very well. Sorry. Uh, I have had a similar experience with him being creepy, getting a bit annoyed at all the shocking responses, to be honest. Did no one around him notice the way he was interacting with young women fans? I, open secret. Open secret. The most PC punk band of all time now takes a seat next to Gigi. Enger uh, idols, kids. I can't use that word. I was heavily into anti-flag in the early days. Probably helped blah, 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 blah. As an older dude, now 38, I'm 37. I urge the younger generation to not put your idols on pedestals. Could not agree more. That's what my, my, one of my favorite bands, TSOL, ignore heroes. That's what they say. Okay, here we go. It's probably going to take me a couple of posts to rant about this. First and foremost, I believe the women, Justin has a history of really dabbling in dot, 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 dot. I don't want to call them groupies, but let's just say fangirls, fans of the band. I probably wouldn't have begrudged him for this. As like a lot of us punk kids, he probably wasn't popular with women in high school, probably didn't get a laid a whole bunch or shit. This is, this is, this is speculation, whatever. I get it. Being around the music industry, blah, blah, blah. Years ago, I was on a forum somewhere and I was done with them by then. I just grew out. Wait, oh, shit. I shouldn't have just skipped this. But most of them aren't R-A-P-I-S-T either. More than once while seeing Black, Anti-Flag, keep saying Black, like Anti-Flag as a kid, like 96 to 98, I saw Justin take off with the girl after the show. One time I even heard him say something like, you're definitely 18, right? which led me to believe that maybe he didn't go after underage girls, but I was still kind of weird to hear that at the time. Years later, I was on a forum somewhere and I was done with them by then. I just grown out of them. The RCA thing rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know what the RCA thing is, but okay. They seem to be the last band that should have signed to a major. And I rarely pull out the sellout card or start throwing that around. I had already grown out of them musically by about 99. I was 16. So that happened quite some years later. Anyway, I read someone on the forums say that the exact same thing, and I had a deja vu, LOL. Someone said they were leaving the show and just saw jo Justin walking off with some girl and asked if he was sure that she was 18. I also remember being on a forum around 2003 where the some guy 
claimed 30-year-old Justin liked to fuck 16-year-old girls. Now, anybody can accuse someone of that, but after what we've heard yesterday, combined with what I heard some multiple times with my own eyes and ears, combined with lots of stories coming out after this, I'm inclined to believe that the Rando 2003 internet poster. I do want to emphasize, I did not see him walk off with anyone underage. Okay. I mean, same story over and over and over again. This is fucking unbelievable. I've just met the band in Hungary after soundcheck in June, and Justin was incredibly kind and even wanted to catch me for a quick chat after the meet and greet. I was super stoked about that fact that I had a Gunstar tattoo, and now this, beyond devastated. I wonder if this super, superb avocado, are you a female? Are you a female? Curious to know. Justin destroyed the punk scene. Justin destroyed the punk scene. Hey, hey, hey. He thinks the uniform he wears and the makeup. I don't know, whatever. Updates from Joss Massey. We already know that one. All right. Don't need to read that. Last one, guys. Last one. Here we go. I think if someone did a deep dive on the Warp Tour culture of the 90s and 2000s, they'd be appalled by the open and fragrant, fragrant sexual, sexual assault and RAPE culture that was not only allowed, but actively cultivated, especially with minors. My God, is that a can of worms, man? That is a can of worms, right? Oof. Uh, let's see here. I'm so afraid to see something that is anyone. Screamo, emo band, blah, blah, blah. Damn, dog, you don't even have to dig that deep. I haven't followed this world since probably middle school, but just Googled even a few of the pop adjacent punk bands that my friends used to bump into in the early 2000s, and like half of them have some seriously fucked up shit surface. Leftover crack, the casualties, U.S. bombs, rancid anti-flag. Hmm. Oof. Here we got a Tim Armstrong one from Rancid. I guess newer Rancid could be considered pop. Here we have an alleged Tim Armstrong accusation, which bums me out because I friggin' love Tim Armstrong. Tim Armstrong allegedly started hooking up with a 16-year-old, the lady, oh, the lady from the distillers when he was in his 30s, which was technically legal in Australia, uh, where she was, according to the internet, but still super sketch. They then later married her. Oh, so he hooked up with her when she was 16. Then when they got divorced, he used his clout in the industry to destroy her band and career. Technically legal or not, homies in his 30s with a teenager is hella skeevy. It is. It is. I wouldn't dispute that. I was a regular attender, and here we go. I wouldn't dispute that. Change change that to the entire music industry itself. I wouldn't dispute that, but I think the depravity, the depravity of the Warp Tour scene was on another level, at least amongst us contemporaries, not per se the 70s with the likes of Bowie, Aerosmith, and the Rolling Stones. I was a regular attender, and in the scene from the early 2000s and the early 2010s on a work tour, I went to, I was backstage. Like I said, I was backstage. I was the guest of a guest backstage at work tour once in 2009. I never saw anything. I just saw bad religion backstage and bouncing souls and Angela Moore fishbone uh, during lunch. And that was really cool. I never saw any, anything of the sort but I'm sure that if I had gotten to be around more and more and more, perhaps maybe I would be saying similar things.
but that was my tiny little micro experience one time. I was a regular. Here's what someone says. This is JWT 155. This is from 19 years ago and then edited 18 hours ago. Sorry, 19 hours ago and then edited 18 hours ago. Ready? I was a regular attender on, uh, and in the scene from the early 2000s to the early 2010s and, and, and Warped Tour. So this is what they're saying. And again, let me read the comment from the beginning because I just talked a whole bunch. I wouldn't dispute that, but I think the depravity of the Warped Tour scene was on another level, at least amongst its contemporaries, not comparing per se to the 70s with the likes of Bowie, Aerosmith, the Rolling Stones, et cetera, which are, have their own damning accusations. I was a regular attender and in the scene from the early 2000s to the early 2010s and Warped Tour. A, had a much higher, this is all alleged based on a Reddit comment, had a much higher demographic of younger and underage attendees relative to other festivals. B, these underage attendees had a much higher volume of kids from troubled homes lacked adult role models, had very low self-esteem of themselves, and their music itself was a primary outlet for identity and purpose. Many of these kids were already also active users of cigarettes, alcohol, and recreational drugs, as well as despite being of high school age. C, based on bullet point two, most of these underage kids attended these festivals with friends and almost never had a responsible adult or role model to go with them who would look out for them and protect them. Protect them. D, identity. These kids aren't just casual fans of these bands. They were their entire identity. Almost everyone I knew who went to Warp Tour, their entire wardrobe, 365 days a year, from school to weekdays to weekends, from school to weekends, was banned tees either from Hot Topic, Spencer's, or shows they attended. They wore skinny black jeans with holes, had countless piercings, tattoos of their favorite bands, styled their hair like their favorite singer, or as if they were in their own band, etc. These people were parishioners of the church of punk rock, and their favorite bands were their perfect deities. And almost, and as most people who are religious, They'll do anything and sacrifice all for their God who gives them purpose. Just like the Catholic Church, this opens up a whole risk of those in positions of power manipulating and abusing their followers. Okay? Um, yeah, you're right. It's not alleged. He married her. She said it. It's fact. You're right. You're right. Um, I just don't want to get sued <laughs> for slander. Uh, I think those four criteria alone created an environment that were unethical. Uh, uh, sorry, I think those four criteria alone created an environment where ethical promiscuity and sexual misconduct would not only exist, but actively thrive magnitudes greater than other scenes at the time. It was the perfect stew to breed sexual assault. Young girls worshipped Ollie Sykes, Craig Owens, Davey Havoc, Gerald Way, Johnny Craig, J Jesse Lacey. The list goes on and on of the centerfold posters girls would have on their walls from alternative press, from alternative press of these iconic frontmen. And these girls looked up to and idolized. And I will be explicit in saying I am not accusing any of those men of nefarious acts 
although it's very public about the abuse of some of them, specifically Johnny Craig and Jesse Lacey. Again, you can look at all the vile stuff that occurred in the 70s and 80s or R. Kelly and many others, but the Warp Tour scene has countless variables other scenes didn't have, sorry, that other scenes didn't that allowed it to be a catalyst for much more rampant abuse against the most vulnerable. I think... I thankfully was straight edge and mostly followed Christian metal bands at the time, like Under Oath, Haste the Day, August Burns Red, Norma Jean, As I Lay Dying, The Devil Wears Prada. All of those bands are Christian? But even those scenes were wrought with this filth. It would be haunting but fascinating if somebody made an in-depth docuseries following the history of the Warp Tour. Your description of the Warp Tour attendee Sorry, your description of the Warp Tour attendees of those days is spot on. I remember people like that. I remember people like that in the 2010s, in general, in the 2000s. Absolutely, you had that. That was a demographic of people. Someone else says, very well said. I also just want to make sure you know about the stuff with As I Lay Dying Singer. Not the same category, but trying to hire someone to murder your wife is also pretty darn bad. Obviously, you didn't say those bands you listed were perfect or anything, not trying to do a gotcha or a what about. I think there's a spreadsheet out there that lists the known accusations against Warp Tour bands. Boom! Holy shit, we have a spreadsheet. Fuck, man. Here you go. Here's the spreadsheet. I'll post this in the comments. Might as well. This will probably get clipped off as its own video. Okay, there's the dock. Oh, my God. Do we have to open this Pandora's box? Holy shit. Oh, my goodness. You have a list of a lot. All right. I'm just going to open. All right. Everything in this document here, just so we understand. Here's band accusations. Legal disclaimer. Everything in this document are accusations. This is a post with no malice. The intent is to spread victims' voices. We are not claiming any of this as fact, nor are we making any personal accusations. This info is entirely based on accusations found online and is within our legal right to compile the accusations into this list. And we will also say these, this is alleged. Some of this is alleged. Look at this. So there's uh, the member, the band, the why, the response, additional info and sources. Like for instance, under additional info, still in the band. I mean, we could do a whole friggin' list. We could read down. I'm not going to do that now. But look, if you see here, I'll just scroll down. Here, let me make myself really small here. Here's the full list. I'll just do a scroll. How about that? And you can look at the wrist and see what is here. Kevin Lyman is the guy who ran Warp Tour, and he was defended by him. Boy, someone, some you would imagine that someone at some point would do a whole docuseries on Warp Tour... You know what's funny, too, for a guy like Fat Mike, who must know where all the skeletons are, as we just said, because he was on how many warp Tours was he on? I, I mean, sounds like he knows a lot, and he's just not. Uh, Joey Armstrong from Swimmers? Mm. Isn't Joey Armstrong is Bill, B, uh, Billy Joe's uh, kid, right? Cage the Elephant. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff here. You have stuff that it's a range of stuff, though. You have stuff from like mental abuse to statutory to assault, if you know what I mean, to you know what with minors, taking advantage of minors, grooming, caught making out with 15 year olds, 
I think it's better to just show the list where you can see the name, but not go through each individual thing. Stole nudes. You can see it here if you want to really read the details. That way we're not here for a million fuck million more hours. A lot of bad stuff. Giving drugs and alcohol to intoxicate for you know what kind of purposes. And then all of the, you know, all of the additional info. Band accused of knowing, still touring, still in band. Happened before he was in the band. Accused by a fan, still in the band. Tries to raise money to try and sue. Twitter statement, whole band new. And then, like, what was the response? A lot of stuff was left band but came back. Blamed addiction, sex addiction. Threatened to sue accusers. Nothing. Statement, statement. Kicked out wallpaper i don't know what wallpaper is kicked out threatened to sue accusers prison um statement from band nothing nothing statement kicked out nothing nothing kicked out it's a lot of the same so you get like the overall theme here of what would happen kicked out kicked out when exposed kicked out once exposed band disbanded that was the orwells i remember when that happened Nothing, nothing, prison, nothing, nothing, left band, kicked out, removed from band, kicked out, kicked out, no longer in band. Um, partially admitted to abuse. Hmm. Stepped up, stepped down from record label, statement, jail. It goes on and on. Coercion accusation was redacted after he threatened legal action. Left band, not kicked out. Disbanded, disbanded. So a, a, a whole list of accusations, right? You can see them all here. Going down all the way down to the bottom, just so you see. Uh, yeah, a lot. And so that's it, man. That's that's the show. What, what's going to happen? I don't know, but it's, this is a very interesting rabbit hole for me to go down as someone who doesn't know anything about anti-flag, really. Um, I do not care that I've seen them live or, you know, the people that I feel worst, the worst for, I feel really bad for the fans. And I feel bad that maybe anybody who might have been working for the band but was not aware, um, which is possible. But this like merch guy who said, you know, uh, when one door closes and the fact that the band, you know, nuked, nuked themselves so quickly after the statement tells me, I think everything we really need to know. And so closes the book on anti-flag and whatever fallout may come for the band. We're at the tail end of the show. And like I said, I'm doing a special giveaway, free t-shirts. That's right. Free t-shirts. Okay, I'm going to ask my trivia question and then you're going to send an email to fromismail at gmail.com. That email is down in the description if you need it. I'll read the rules one more time. Here are the rules. And then I'm going to ask my question. Okay, here it is for the last time. T-shirts uh, from riotstickers.com. That's where I will be ordering my T-shirts. If you need to order T-shirts, do so at riotstickers.com. Here are the rules for the trivia contest. I'm going to be doing a live show every single day. I'm going to be giving away a t-shirt. At the end of every episode, I will ask my trivia question. You will send your answer to fromismail at gmail.com. And the first person to answer correctly 
will be the winner. You give me your name, your address, and your t-shirt size. If you are outside of the continental United States, you will have to cover shipping and handling. Join us night after night where I will be doing t-shirt giveaways. Who doesn't like a free t-shirt? I'm not going to go easy on any of you. I'm going to ask really hard questions. So be prepared. Okay, so now you know what it is. By the way, for the Jokers, I saw some Jokers posting the answer in the chat. Don't do that. I mean, you can, but it's like stupid. I'm only taking the first res- correct response in my email. That's fromismail at gmail.com. That's the best way to send me messages, by the way. That's the thing I'm checking from. People send me too many, too many things on Instagram and Facebook. I want you to send me to my Gmail, fromismail at gmail.com. That's how you reach out to me if you want to reach out to me. Fromismail.gmail.com. Here is my trivia question. Are you ready? The Misfits, the box set from The Misfits, which came out via Caroline Records, designed by Tom Begowitz, one of one of the greatest releases ever done. <laughs> one of the greatest punk rock releases ever put out. Just so great for anybody who was a fan of the band because they got all this unreleased stuff that had never been heard before. Um, wonderful, wonderful release, right? Um, when sourcing material, they ran into a brick wall because they could not find the master's to Cough, Cool, and She from when the band was a free three-piece and put out their first record in 1977, which was Cough, Cool, with uh, She as the B-side, okay? That's the first, the Cough, Cool EP, as it's known. One of the most expensive punk rock records in existence. They, they only pressed 500 of them. Uh, the Masters went missing. Who did Tom Begowitz contact... And how were they able to get those tracks onto the box set? What was the process? So that's what I'm looking for. How did Tom Begowitz get She and Cough Cool from that 7-inch onto the box set? Who gave it to him? And how were they able to do it? That's the answer I'm looking for. Send that to fromismail at gmail.com for your free t-shirt. If you've asked a correct, if you've asked a question and got the answer correct already, and you answer correctly on this one too, you will not get two free t-shirts. If you have not heard from me yet in that email, do not worry. I have not looked over the email. I have a pile of email to go through. So we will go through all of them when I am processing the free t-shirts. And like I said, if you are out of the United States, you will have to pay for shipping, but you can participate in the contest. Thank you so much for joining me on another live stream. We'll be back with more live streams. Great to be back. Um, Matt, John, this may be, you may consider this to be the hardest one, but every single question I've asked can be found on the internet. 100% you can find the answer to this on the internet. So do your best. Even if you already sent an email, go ahead. Try and answer this one. Okay, guys. See you next time. Peace. Everybody, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you like this video. We will see you next time.